Check, check, check. I'm not paying you to do whatever it is you're doing out here. Fine. So don't pay me. Excuse me? I quit. So you don't have to pay me. Don't leave me alone. Ah. Yeah. I'm gonna run laps on Check, check, check. Check. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. It's the Run Your Mouth Radio Hour. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast, you little bee. I'ma run laps on them. 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 I'm about to run a couple circles on y'all niggas, they all timid. Yeah. Looking at me, they wonder, is it a flaw in them? Nah, I'm a part of them raw killers, come raw with us. Huh? We can eat and get money, it's only law with us. Yeah. If you the opposition, I will stay away, cause you can hate, but it can never make a lick of paper fade away. Nah. Pull up on them in the vet with them invisible sets, we talking what I wonder what they gotta say today. Huh? When I ain't had nothing, I ain't checked from nah. me. Now the top, they gotta have a check for me. You killers will wet you up with a take from me. Huh? Can you tell these motherfuckers that I'm next for me? Yeah. If I knock three times, that's... Check, check, check. Let's go, bitch. Ow, 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 ow. I'm not paying you to do whatever it is you're doing out here. Today is April 25th. Excuse me. I quit. This is episode 27. Ah. Yeah. I'm gonna run laps on them. Fuck around, I have to relapse on them. Gotta wiggle through the ghetto, three straps on them. I be on another level that's facts. Tell them that. I'm gonna run laps on them. You listening to Mac? That's right, Mac representing that clip up gang steel. I run a couple circles on y'all niggas, they all timid. Yeah. Looking at me, they wonder, is it a flaw in them? Nah, I'm a part of them raw killers, come raw with us. Huh? We can eat and get money, it's only law with us. Yeah. If you the opposition, I will stay away, cause you can hate, but it can never make a lick of paper fade away. Nah. Pull up on them in the vet with them invisible sets, we talking what I wonder what they gotta say today. Huh? When I ain't had nothing, I ain't checked for me. Nah. Hot shit right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. It's episode 27, Invasion of the Legend Snatchers. Mm, gotta love my fucking titles. Invasion of the Legend Snatchers and my artist of the fucking day. Most of these niggas change it like Shane Soon. All these motherfuckers gotta know my name soon. I ain't capping niggas, notice how I really live. You wouldn't imagine that I used to be a fugitive. And now I'm here, they really don't know what to do with him. Selling wolf tickets, I'm ready for him to do it then. My artist of the day is Mac. Mac representing that clip up gang nephew out there, motherfucking Colorado, Florado, Blowerado, holding it down for the town. But we gotta get him on the phone, people. We gotta get him on the phone. But before we get him on the phone, y'all know we gotta just put some shit out there in the air, right? What is the deal with couples who fight, then make up? 
didn't fight. Didn't make up. Didn't make up. No, seriously, though. Is that what type of... Is, you know, some couples out there, they can be fucking out having dinner and they can just fucking get out into a fucking argument just in fucking broad fucking just thin air like that, right? And then one second later, they can just be back to the shit. Don't you and your girl ever fucking fight? And then like 20 minutes later, you want somebody's eggs? Yeah, I'll take some. Come on, man. I got to drink. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. I just want to say, give a shout out to all the couples out there that just always fucking fighting, but they always fucking just still loving and fucking each other. Let's see if we can get Mac on the fucking phone. <clears throat> Roadcasters hooked up. No. Yo, Mac, this is Mad Marlin from the Run Your Mouth Podcast. What the fuck is the goddamn deal? <laughs> What's going on, man? Shit, Hi, we are nigga. We are in the air, live on the air, like chronic smoke. God damn it! How you living, bro? Man, living good, man. Just enjoying the day. We got some good weather outside, so I'm definitely about to get out here and partake. Okay, well, we are live on the fucking air. I didn't get a chance to give you a a, a fucking heads up call and shit, so. I'm going to need you to get on, not on speakerphone, not on Bluetooth. I'm going to need you to have that good iPhone, a good Android phone, whatever you got. And I'm going to need you to talk directly into the fucking receptor, brother. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Need time to roll you up one, brother? Oh, you already nah, got I'm good. one? I got you. Okay. Got I your, got you. Got your drink good. there. Okay. You got your toes out and shit on the balcony or something? Man, I'm balcony. <laughs> I'm out the way in, you okay. okay, Mac. Hey, Mac, where was you fucking born and raised, man? For people who don't know, where was Mac born and raised? I was born in Chicago, in Chicago, Illinois, on the west side. I grew up in Rockwell, going. Then I moved to KC when I was, let's say, 13. Hold up, 13, hold up, 14. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We ain't coming to KC yet, nigga. Let's go back. Let's go back to the west side. Take me back to the west side and tell me what what do we see? What does young Max seeing when he come out out of his uh his onto his front yard when he look out his window? What is a young twelve year old Max seeing? Man, so Rockwell Gardens, they 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 tore them down. They was projects kind of similar to uh, when you think about like Cabrini Green and mm-hmm. Ida B Wells and all of that. Rockwell Gardens was his own. I stayed at twenty five oh one. And they were 10-story tall buildings, you know, so you come out the door, and it's a ramp, and it's a gate. As a matter of fact, on uh, my latest single, uh, How Was I To Know, if you look on the um, on the cover, it's, it's a rose, but if you look through it, you can actually see, like, it's the view of somebody looking off the porch mm. from the project that I grew up in. Okay. So you can look, and you can actually get that visual, but that's exactly what, you know what I mean, what I was seeing, you would see so much. I saw gang fights from up there, standing up there, you know what I mean, two different guys just going at it down there. 
or whatever. What games we got, man? My viewers want details, goddammit. Well, my area, my area was a lot of Vice Lords. Vice Lords? GDs? GD folks, Flow CAs, Flow Corner Hustlers. So it was, a, I mean, Chicago had a ton of games, but like when I was growing up, shit was a lot more organized than what it is now. You know, now kind of with the younger generation or whatever, it ain't like, it ain't really like organized crime, you know what I mean? But I grew up, I got a chance to see some of that shit, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So, so was you, so <clears throat> was the idea of rapping in your brain yet, or you still, you just, you living that young nigga life? So, like, for me, for me, I I think poetry, you know, I started doing poetry before I was rapping. Mm-hmm. I used to, like, even in elementary school, they would have, like, the poetry contest and whatnot, and I would always come out on top of the other thing. So I already had, you know, <clears throat> words and, and just a type of, like, a poetic appeal when I would speak about things or write it down or whatever. It wasn't until Twister's Adrenaline Rush album, goddamn, but when I was rapping that motherfucker word for word, I'm like, shit, I might need to just put me some of my own words with this shit. Okay, and hold that's on. What I did. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We having a OG, hold on, we having a OG moment right now. Let's just... Let's just let me cut you off. Let me cut you off because we having a OG moment right now. Now, who did you say? So, is this your number one influence, or are you looking at it a different way? That he 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 definitely was. He definitely was like my one of my number one influence at the time. I would say I, I'm gonna have to say yeah so because take- it's like that and. Take me back. Talk, of course. You 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 got you heard adrenaline rush. You played it over and over. You learned the words to it, and you said, "I can do this." Oh shit! Call fail. Let me call nephew back. Nephew out there in the motherfucking mountains, y'all. Y'all caught a game, son. He out there in Denver, Colorado, in the motherfucking mountains and shit. We gonna get him back. Mac from Clip Up Gang, goddammit. He got that hot single going called Laps. That nigga out there in Denver, y'all. We got him coming. Yeah, we back. Yeah. No, they know. My, my viewers know you out there in, in Florado, Blowerado and shit. They know. <laughs> up here with the mouse, man. That reception ain't good for you. Right, right. So take me back. You learned the words to. Well, yeah. So, so, so yeah. I um, you know, I, I I was listening to just like the instrumental, and I kind of wrote my rap like to that tempo, but it was my own, mm-hmm. and I let a few people hear it, and they was like, "Yeah, that's that's dope." So would that so, explain? You know, me being a producer or engineer, like not a, not a rapper, just me being a producer and an engineer, like when you when you first came and spit on my track, so that would explain how your flow is. It ain't super fast, but it got some speed to it, but it's still gassing at the same time. Because a lot of niggas rap fast, but they don't got aggression with it too. A tw- twister got right. that aggression. Like when you rap, you got aggression. Like even when you, I, I, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? 
Yep, yep. I, I, you know, and I take pride in just articulating, you know, to, to where a person can understand everything I'm saying, even though it's aggressive or fast or whatever, you know, you can understand what I'm talking about. Crispy clear. And all of that, you know, it's just crystal clear or whatever. And that's one of the things that I respected about, like, him. You know, like, people like Tech 9 that's, that's the type of shit you respect in their flow. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like Pac, as far as the poetic side of me, you know, when I'm talking, you know, that type of music. That could think, be the... Uh, that's where Pac was my biggest influence. And that could be. That 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 makes sense. Twi- if Twister and Pac had a fucking flow, baby, it'll be mad. God damn. <laughs> there it go. Give me some. Come on. Shit. <laughs> Fuck hell. <laughs> Damn. So okay, let me let me let me let me let me let me bring that back. let me bring that back. So that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so the twister is when you get on a track, you gonna take off, but you ain't gonna take nine bone thugs and harmony take off. You gonna be about 70, right. 80 miles per hour, but then you got that vein in your jugular popping like he really angry and it's it's passion in it, and that's that pop. Shit, come on. Right. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, Mac, my bag, Mac. My, right, I'm still right. learning how to be a host and not take over the show and shit, but back to you. Back right, to- you got it popping, shit. You got it popping, <laughs> shit. I'm on it, man. I'm happy to be. I mean, shout so, out to Run Your Mouth Podcast. Hey, on. so we, we leave in Chicago. What made you leave Chicago? What made mom say she we want to come to Kansas City? Man, I I just think that 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 point just in our lives, like uh, my mom's and you know the situation with the kids, everything or whatever shit was just rough around that time, you know. So it was a bunch of shit going on, and she didn't make the decision like to to move from there to go down to Kansas. I had auntie down here, and she wanted to move down here just to kind of start fresh, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I was getting in a bunch of trouble. She was she had all kind of whatnot going on. I you know what I mean? So it was just like, you know, we wanted a fresh start or whatever. And we had family down here. Okay, so we in Kansas City now. Like, take me to when When does it get official? No, that, that might be too soon because I don't know when you begin rapping, but you touched down in Kansas City and what's popping? What's popping? What year are we talking? Um, It was my freshman year. I know it was my freshman year because I moved. Over, over off of Central, I stayed over in that area, and I went to Wanda, and it was my freshman year. I think I was 14, I'm going to say. Okay. I think I was 14. Yeah, but I moved over there, and, I, and then I went to Wanda, and I was rapping before then, because whenever I meet somebody, I tell them, they like, what? Spit something. That was the first thing. <laughs> that was a, it was a time back in the day where you're spitting something. Damn, niggas don't even do it. Does that shit still even happen? You meet a group of new niggas Damn, and be like, uh, that nigga spit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we spit. You you spit. Yeah, I spit, spit something, then, nigga. That's crazy, bro. You had that. You had to be on deck walking around talking about you rapping. Niggas who spitters. On deck. Yeah, that shit was mandatory. And that's kind of. That's definitely a uh, I, I part We so you um so when did you record? When did you begin to record? And who did you hook up with? Or let me let me say this. Let me say this because you already got your major influences. And once you got here, niggas is asking you to spit. Was it what was it any anybody on the local scene 
that because you know sometimes you know the big time rappers can be your influences but then it can take a local nigga for you to be like okay i can fucking order my own cds i can get in the boot you know what i'm saying that a local influencer can really put the motherfucking cream on the crop for a real a true inspiring artist if you understand what i'm saying right right so around this time like for me you know as far as local rappers and, and whatnot, like names that I would hear that I know weren't like famous, but I knew they was doing their things around the town. I, I, I heard a lot of Mad Marlin and, and D-Loke and Dilemma. Them two was mm-hmm. like the two biggest fans that we would hear about in high school. Cause like, as far as Mad Marlin and the weirdos, they had CDs out and, mm-hmm. you know, performed like that, stuff like that. So you heard about that a lot. Mm. And then, as far as D-Lock and Dilemma, you heard about that a lot because kind of the circle that I was in in high school was um, cast to kind of rap fast, you know, so D-Lock and Dilemma was kind of some of the first, well, I, you know, I don't know what was prior to them, but for me, that was some of the first cast, like, that I heard here that was doing the fast rap and stuff, you know. D-Lock so, and Dilemma and Lee Joe. You know, Lee Joe was a little bit before them. Say it again. I said Lee Joe was a little before them. But 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 Lee Joe is yeah. a little older than you though. Like he kind of because Lee Joe is yeah, a little older so, than me. Yeah, which 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 I got up on Lee Joe probably a little bit right after them. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I had heard about them since we in school or whatever. Then they like oh well Lee Joe presented them or or this or that or man I'm like oh he's killing. So right. then when I started hearing him too, you know, then with some of the other people that I started just listening to or you know just kind of peep what they doing and whatnot. So when did you, what year, what, yeah, as far as, what year did you record your, what you put, record your, put your first dope on the street? Uh, or did you come out in the, in the group first clip up game? Cause let me say, hold, let me, cause I found out about you through Nelson. And then I started hearing right. Nelson say clip up gang. And then I started associating you with clip up gang. Then I started seeing Timmy boy and then boo, wah, wah, wah. So you came out as a group first, right? Right. No. Oh, okay. No, I came out. Yeah, I I came out. Um, it was me and Nelson, and we did we did a mixtape together. We did we did like a mixtape. So once we did that mixtape, we was pumping that, and the apartment that I stayed in at the time, all of the young homies used to come through while I was making beats rap and everything this and that and a few of them was talented you know what i mean so mm-hmm. <clears throat> we just kind of started really you know they would come to the shows and so we really put it together and really just tried to you know involve some of them in it because keys and drizzy they was over there and they were just yeah, super keys. talented you know what i mean so we, we uh you know just kind of linked all of it up together and that's how clip up guys started and ty is it's ty ty clip up gang too ain't he or originally was yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. y'all, y'all niggas was kind of like on the rap shit. Y'all outside, but y'all, let me see. Y'all was a little bit before No Leaks. Before before a big, from KCK for a big click, like big, or like a bunch of yeah. niggas. I think y'all might, let me see, I think y'all might be like the. Yeah, I, ahead, I, I think ahead. we was. Then my niggas, no, I had this. We, we 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 was on a lot of the same shows together too. Cause I thought y'all was a gang first before, and, it, and Nelson is the one who made me associate y'all with rap. 
But I thought y'all, I didn't know if y'all niggas right. was a gang slash rap because just how I was hear, hearing about y'all and shit. I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to bring no outside shit into the, you know, whatever <laughs> shit. Right. But I'm just keeping it real. That's I, before, um, before I actually met you and got to know you, like, oh, these niggas are some motherfucking artists for real. Uh, yeah, I thought Clip Up Gang because I was hearing about y'all niggas all over the town. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything was buzzing for us for real back then, you know, how it go and you know, you just building getting that name up and out there in the circuit, you out there all the time and we was making our presence felt because we were so deep everywhere we went and we had uh, our clip up gang shirts. We'll wear them. You know, so when you see half the club got on the same shirt. Right, <laughs> you know, right. Hey. So was you rocking the four X or the three X and keep it fucking Rizil? Okay, nigga, I'm five eleven and I was rocking the four. Nigga, what was we thinking? We Yeah, I too. I done seen some yeah. pictures of clip up gang. I done seen some of y'all pictures, nigga, from the uh 2000s nigga everybody in that motherfucking shit is all to their kneecaps nigga the white kneecaps <laughs> you oh, ain't never lie the kneecap tees nigga for real oh there you that was how that was how we was wearing them back then for shit yeah that's how we made our presence feel just kind of like walking billboards for ourselves you still talk to uh nelson yeah yeah you know, we haven't uh we haven't spoken in a minute or whatever, but last time I tapped in with Brody he was doing good. I had a book going and everything else and was going in circuit, so mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, let me uh we're gonna come back and get into our uh motherfucking topic and break some shit down we got on the menu. Do you wanna introduce Lap for me? Let me know who made the beat and I'll drop this motherfucker and we'll come back and we'll dig deeper into this goddamn topic. Laps, laps, man. That's that's uh one of my boys produced that, and uh yeah, we want to you know, give a lot of props to the producers on this show, uh Mac. We want to shine a lot of light on a lot of podcasts. They just play rapper songs, nigga. But the nigga who made the beat to your song is the motherfucking reason you you know a song would even fucking even begin to blow up. The nigga who made the beat. So whoever made this beat, uh, shout that nigga out. Let people know where they can get tracks from you, Mac. Yeah, I think he, I think he on Beat Stars or whatever. He, he I think he might have a channel on there. It's Effie Beats. He's from down here though, but oh, from Denver. Um, I don't I don't know if he, I don't know if he uh he got a bunch of stuff on Beat Stars or whatnot. But I okay. you know what well. I mean, I definitely try to. He just kind of like one of them low key producers. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that shit is hard a as a motherfucker. So long you try to produce, and they wouldn't even want to. Or whatever, but the song, the song, the beat just kind of had that energy to it, to where, like, I heard it and I knew I just wanted to snap on it. It just kind of made me feel like exactly what it came out to be laughs. Like I'm gonna run laughs on it, so yeah. I wanted to do like a little bit, kind of like some turned up rap and That's the feel it gave me, like it gets going in the club. So you know, man, new single laps it ain't available right now, but that's the next one I'm coming with, coming with a visual to it and all that. Nigga, I said if if a rapper dissed me and I was just on some, like, whole super boss shit, like, nigga, 
I'll just sick Mac on him. I'll just say Mac, this 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 right before. <laughs> I swear I don't know. I don't remember which episode I said that shit on, but I already said that shit on some episodes back. So, uh, yo, this is Laps by Mac, right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, yeah. bitches. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have you on mute while the song jumping at you. And, I, and I'll bring you back in on cue. Y'all give him some. Ah, yeah. I'ma run laps on him. Fuck around and have to relapse on him. Got a wiggle through the ghetto, three slaps on him. I be on another level that stacks. Tell him that. I'ma run laps on him. 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 Run a couple circles on y'all niggas, they all timid. Yeah. Looking at me, they wonder, is it a flaw in them? Nah, no. I'm a part of them raw killers, can brawl with us. Uh. We can eat and get money, it's only law with us. Yeah. If you the opposition, I will stay away, cause you can hate, but it can never make a lick of paper fade away. Nah. Pull up on them in the vet with them invisible sets, we talking what I wonder what they gotta say today. Uh. When I ain't had nothing, I ain't checked for me. Nah. Now the top, they gotta have a check for me. Uh. You killers will wet you up with a text for me. Uh. Can you tell these motherfuckers that I'm next for me? Yeah. If I knock three times, that's a man down. Running laps, though, I never had a hand nah. down. I was chilling, you could tell them I ain't playing now. They gon' yeah, have to catch up yeah, to me again, yeah. ran, ran. Oh. I'ma run laps on them. Fuck around and have to relapse on them. Gotta wiggle through the ghetto, three straps on them. I be on another level that's facts. Tell him that. Oh. I'ma run laps on them. 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 Put a hundred bands on me cause I can't lose. Guinea or the Rodney, I can't choose. Most of these niggas change it like Shang Tsung. All these motherfuckers gotta know my name soon. I ain't capping niggas, notice how I really live. You wouldn't imagine that I used to be a fugitive. And now I'm here, they really don't know what to do with him. Selling wolf tickets, I'm ready for him to do it then. Come they on. like, damn, you be coming with the raw shit. I do. This what I do when they say I lost it. You need permission to rumble, nigga, be cautious. Huh? You can't be beefing with killers better than lawless. Cause I'ma do the dash when they contest. Cause this practice, no contest. I'm just standing on their necks cause I'm up next. He don't telling me to chill, tell him fuck that. Hot shit. Nothing but that hot shit right here on the Run Your Mouth Podcast, you little nappy head. So, Mac, why you call the song Laps? You know, just in the aspect of like being able to do what you do. Whatever yo, whatever it is you fancy yourself good at, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just be able to, you know, having that confidence in yourself that you're able to do it to a point that you don't, you know, run laps around them, you know, as they say. Just kind of like, you know, taking that stand and really bringing it to life to the song. Okay, so Run Your Mouth Podcast. Y'all make some noise for Mac being ready for a professional artist question. Game time. Now, Run Your Mouth Podcast, y'all make some noise for all the artists out there who do not know how to do a professional interview. (laughs) All right, Mac. The motherfucking invasion is somebody. Is there a fucking secret organization trying to fucking take out 
the OG rappers from the 90s, my nigga. What the fuck's the deal? Is it a Illuminati conspiracy? Is it a fucking, um, a fucking skull and bones conspiracy? Or am I just smoking the wrong strand? Man, dude, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea. You know, that I definitely rest in peace to DMX, man, because he kind of showed us, like, you know what I mean? That regardless, you know, how people talking about he was doing, you know, on drugs or drug issues or whatever he had going on. Like, even through all of that, you still saw him, like, you know, he'll do a concert or, you know, how it is. He was doing the, did the verses and whatnot for creatures here, there, or whatever. He was just functioning, you know what I mean? So he showed us, he showed us that strength through adversity, you know what I mean? That's what I respect about him. So, you know, rest in peace to him. That was cool. As far as, uh, Hold on, that was that was man, that was a nice piece, bro. That was a good piece, man. This is classic. That was a classic piece. That was a classic piece. You could have said any type of crazy shit, but that was a classic piece. Because in a nutshell, that's I can dig that. I can dig that. We ain't ain't nobody perfect out in this motherfucker, man. He do was perfect at showing you that ain't nobody perfect. That was good. That was a good analysis. Analysis, however that motherfucker. Was. Right, because I know people like that personally. You know what I mean? People don't we know DMXs? Like, you don't know no DMXs? Man, we know a lot of DMXs. You might have a few DMXs in your family. Boy. Are they talking? How you, um, yeah. where were you when that motherfucking Black Rob wall drop, nigga? Mm. I ain't even got my notes to see what year that um, shit came out. Damn. Goodness. I don't listen, I don't I don't remember exactly. I I don't remember exactly, but I know for a fact I wrote some shit to that. You wrote me too. I know nigga. for a fact I wrote some shit mm-hmm. to that. Everybody, if you would call yourself rapping, if you you had to write you had to that. write some shit to that. I wrote a song I ain't never put out. But I actually took the beat, chopped it up. And made like a beat similar to that motherfucker. Cause back then I got some new equipment and shit. That motherfucking song came out. Let me see. That shit came out. That shit came out in 2000. 2000. Y'all get Black Rob's up. 2000. What was you at in 2000? The year 2000, Mac? Um. Man, I'm, I suck with dates. I ain't gonna lie to you. No shit. <laughs> We was dropping, I, I, hey, I, we, we was dropping that weirdos two thousand, ba 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 ba, clap. <coughs> man, I was, yeah, I probably, I, I think I was, uh, cause I was going to, I was going to Slago around that time. That's around I was like seventeen or something like that. Okay, damn, you were seventeen in uh two thousand. <laughs> So you like Brandon's new age. Damn, okay. I didn't know you was Brandon and Fast new age. I thought you was maybe just a little bit older than Brandon and Fast. My little homies and shit. You just was a tall dude. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mac. Yeah, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, you know, I ain't no, I ain't no baby. Right, 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 right. So I'm running down my list. I'm, uh, I'm running down my list. And we, uh. Now, Shock G, you know, um, now a lot of people told me that the weirdos from the Planet of Retardos reminded them of either Outcast, Parliament, 
or fucking the twins, Kev told me that we remind them of Parliament or motherfucking Digital Underground. How much of a fan were you of Digital Underground? Well, I wasn't really a fan of Digital Underground. I think that was just because before me. But uh, when I did, when I did start listening to Pop and digging back into his older stuff or whatever, I did start looking at the Digital Underground stuff and just kind of checking it out. And Humpy always stood out, you know, even if it was just because of the nose or whatever. You definitely paying attention to him. Then I started seeing some of his stuff. Okay, so here we go again. We having a OG moment. That's right. We having a motherfucking OG moment. Now, why are we having an OG moment? Because when I was 13, when I was 12, Humpty Hump was motherfucking cracking, nigga. Nigga, let me hold on, man. Hold on, nephew. Let me have this motherfucking OG moment real quick, nephew. Go on, hit the blunt real quick and fix you another drink real quick, nigga. Let me have this motherfucking OG moment. Let me tell you, niggas, when this motherfucking Humpty Hump, when niggas was hitting this motherfucking Humpty Hump shit, niggas was gang banging. Niggas out here thought they was GDs, BGDs, nigga, IFGBs, nigga, EVs, and every other motherfucking Bs and Gs and Cs they could think of. But niggas was rocking them motherfucking flat tops, and niggas was motherfucking dancing, nigga. Hold on, Mac. I'm almost done, nephew. I'm going to give you the mic right back, nephew. Let me just get this OG moment off. I'm talking back in 1990, 91. Niggas was out KCK causing havoc. Going to house parties, doing a Humpty Hump. <laughs> talking about killers, nigga, but they was doing the Humpty Hump. <laughs> All right, my bad, man. So when that Humpty dropped... You was probably <laughs> seven? Man, look, I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I don't, even don't even remember. Like, don't, nigga, you coffee, the, coffee the table hump, age, nigga. <laughs> the the Humpty, that's before me. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, man, that shit was hard, bro. And it's like, we didn't even view it as, like, comedy. Like, because I think, you know, you know, Humpty was before Mac Dre. Because I think the reason Mac Dre is how he is, the reason Fab is how he is, is because of motherfucking Humpty. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm just having a fucking moment. Right. I can see that. Right. I can see that. So let's, on my menu, Mac, first let's give a, have a moment of silence for the motherfucking OGs, DMX, Black Rob. And Shock G for motherfucking Digital Underground. Damn. So, Mac, on my motherfucking menu, now you can't see my screen, but when you watch this back, you will see I got my screen up. And I got a menu of shit. We just run down and you just tell me what you think about it. We'll dialogue about it. Because we're talking about the invasion of the fucking legend snatchers. Um, OG call. Mac, when you was coming up in Chicago... Did you have any OG homies or anything like that, or were you just a young YG running wild? Uh, man, that shit was that shit was wild. Like, I mean, I was, I just kind of remember, I just kind of remember some of the faces and shit, like, and some of the people that just was like, because it was 
from the time that you could goddamn walk and talk, goddamn it, you would damn be out there. You'd be on the front porch with all of the other kids moving and grooving and shit. Right. Because at the time, you know, it was going to give you a lot of, I'll say, stability in my household. You know what I mean? Because you, you might. So it, you, wasn't, it wasn't really. Could it be it you come from really that shit? Like that. Could it be you come from that yep. Chicago era where the, all the OGs got swept up? You know, they got that error. Yeah. They yeah. got they got a documentary showing you that between 1990-something to 1990 or 2000-something, all of the OGs yeah, look, got – they all the OGs in Chicago got swept up off the streets by the feds, and it left this big old – gap of babies that was born in your late 80s 90s these niggas are the motherfucking shot town terrorists probably right now to this motherfucking day right you know so i'm just saying um we talking about that og call what about late flowers how do you feel about when veteran rappers who had shit cracking you know i'm talking about these og rappers had the motherfucking 90s the 90s gotta be the motherfucking most poppinest to me error in rap history and and respectfully i'll give it up for the golden age you know you know you know the big daddy canes and pds right. and shit but just far as my generation the 90s how do you feel about that Man, I definitely agree with you because that's where a lot of the rappers that influenced me, like just my style and, you know, the the, the music that kind of molds your life, you know, when you're growing up, just what you're listening to when you had your first whatever it might be. Right. So, you know, sometimes listening to them songs take you back to them places. So, you know, when you think about it, what, what era them songs come from, it comes from the 90s. So, you know, I can't never disrespect that. Give me a song that, that give you got a song that can take you back right now as you think of to your childhood. Like, man, this motherfucking song right here, like Boys in the Hood or Bout It, Bout It or something. Shit. Do a job, goddammit. Do you want to ride? <laughs> in the backseat of a cat, hey, <laughs> chopping on with the hey, no Look, that's no it. shit. <laughs> B I P E double 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 I might be on bullshit that day. <laughs> right, right. Hey, do you? Know you... I mean? But if I wake up and talk to poetic, I might be a little painful monk that day or something. You know, it is Why do you think, do you feel like, and you can just say, you know, like, I'm going to just say, like, when rappers die, you know, everybody come out the woodworks, they give them their props, they reminisce. Some people jump on the bandwagon. Do you think... It's a problem with our culture giving our icons their late flowers, or do you say, ah, it ain't even that, it ain't even that serious? So, I feel like this. I feel like, you know, while they're here, we should definitely be supporting them in the way that, in the way that still allows them to, you know, to have a lifestyle or whatever that they, you know what I mean? 
making them be able to make some money, still run up their streams or whatnot, still support the things that they're doing, if they guest appearing and this and that. We should definitely do that more, I think, you know, so that they can sustain their living or whatever. But I don't feel like there's no problem that, you know what I mean, if this was somebody you used to listen to and then you kind of drifted off or whatever on them and they wasn't really keeping up with them because they're celebrities. It's not like a family member. So, right. you know what I mean, you weren't keeping up with them or whatever, and then, you know, they passed away or something. So then you like, oh, Because they're celebrities. They take you back. So now you start streaming their music and watching their old movies and shit now. You know, so that that's just going to happen automatic. That's how, you know, our culture sends away our dead. So that's just, that's just how that works, you know what I mean? So it ain't no issue with that, but I do think we should be more supportive of them while they're here just so they can sustain their living so they can't have shit like, that they master pass down to their kids or what have you when you think about that type of shit. Hold on. Hold on, Mac. Hold on. Give me one motherfucking second. Holy motherfucking shit. Holy alligator ass. Fucking possum dick. Fucking tree bark pussy. Did I forget to introduce my co-host again? Teddy Vader and Bodak Orange? Shit. All right, Mac. I always forget to introduce my motherfucking co-host, uh, Teddy Vader and Bodak Orange. Um, so, 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 so you kind of feel how I feel like like digital underground shit. I mean, I wasn't thinking nothing about digital underground before I heard um, that Shock G died. But I know I was a digital underground fan growing up. Hell yeah! But you know they, them niggas got old and they went off and did their own shit. And you know niggas don't have to keep up with them. But I still got so many memories tied to that song, like the Humpty song. Man, again, I got so many house parties, nigga, where I was like. I was the center of attention, nigga, because I know how to do that motherfucking dance so motherfucking cold and put my own motherfucking twist on it. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah, yeah. Right. Damn. I don't, um, because I mean, I see a lot of people, you know, like um, other celebrities come out and say, oh, well, y'all giving them all they flyers all late. Like, nigga, shut your ass up. You just mad. Ain't nobody giving you no flyers right now. Right. I mean, you got the right to go back and reminisce. You know, once you hear that news, it just kind of puts you in the mode. Like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, and then that's just how things work naturally. Like, I don't know what it is. It's got to be something, you know, psychologically that goes on that makes you want to go back once they're gone or whatever because you can see it in the numbers. Whenever somebody dies, post-mortem, you know what I mean? Just all of the numbers go up on everything. Things, movies, whatever. Post-mortem success or some shit, I think they said it's called. Yeah, that's what they call it, you know? Hey. Yep, it's a thing. So, so like, people people definitely going to go back and reminisce or whatever, which I think is a good thing, too, because, like you said, if they got on their rights or whatever, whoever, you know, getting their estate or whatever, they don't be able to benefit from that money, hopefully it'll get to their kids and whoever. Okay, we going to... um. We're going to get into another song called Used To by you and Bleezy. And when we come back, we're going to talk about bridging that gap. And we're going to also talk about the top five zombie apocalypse playlist. Nigga, that's right. The top five zombie apocalypse 
playlist. Okay, so Mac, you want to introduce this motherfucking track, Who Made the Beat, and tell me who the fuck is this cat, Easy Bleezy, and what the fuck is he representing? Man, my brother. Hold on, 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 hold on. Y'all niggas fucking remind me of Red Man and Method Man, and I already done said that shit four or five times on my podcast. So nigga, don't think I'm fucking Jeff. My bad. Carry on, nigga. Carry on, nigga. That's how we coming. But shit, my brother Easy Blazy with Snowballing and Pete down here, um, in Colorado. Um, he he actually. He kind of put this song together because he had the beat already, right? And uh, he he came going through the crib. He played the beat, and I actually I was writing writing some, you know, and being that I'm playing it, I started saying it, and he was like, "That's dope. Let's 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 use that shit as the hook or whatever." So I'm like, "Cuss, fuck it." And man, so we did it, and we put it together. Then we end up shooting a video to it and everything. People people fuck with it, right? All right, this is Juice yeah, 2 with Mac and Easy Bleezy right here on the Run Your Mouth yeah. podcast, bitches. Come on, yeah. hoes, y'all got a game, son. Hey. Yeah. Used to have to bust down zippers and get the overs back. Probably shouldn't have been in the streets, but nobody showed me that. I had to step on my grit. My shit was like lustre. Used to only bust down sacks. Now we the pack brothers. Worship diamonds, they'll kill you to get their neck right. Dirt. It's like these niggas ain't growing. I'm thinking next height. I'm thinking, should I redo my basement or get my deck right? I, I like to shop in my circle. We got the best price. I, I know if I invest in my brothers, it's gonna come back twice. Yes. We getting money, we're suffering. It's my sex life. I think it's time to squeeze in some pussy up on my next flight. I'm from the Mile High City. That's how we supposed to fuck. We walked in smelling like pressure, so they gon' know it's us. The way I'm pipping these peas, I feel like Larry June. If they smell good and pretty, I make these bitches move. Since Jeff, you the toast, so soon as they smell the fumes. Niggas back the fall for the peas, like yeah, these bitches roll. Last time I flew to the city, I fucked they ass up. Gorilla glue to the face and beat they ass up. Since the Broncos been losing, the city lack moving. Now between the peasies and bleezy, the city back boom. Used to have to bust down zippers and get the overs back. Probably shouldn't have Nothing but that hot shit right, right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, bitch ass. Woo! Now we the pack brothers. All I know is how Let's go, Mac. But that hot shit hoes. Game time. Game time. Man. Yes, sir. 
That's my shit, too, man. Boy, that's, that's my shit. Boy, I'll pull a strap on you on that over that motherfucker. Nigga, I'll pull a strap on your <laughs> ass and then get the rights to that motherfucker. Nigga, that motherfucker need to be slapping on the radio. Just slapping, bro. That motherfucker man, is just so hard. God. Man, yeah, you ain't you ain't never lie. We got some more shit in store too. We got another video that we got. Uh, it's, it's gonna be me, Easy Breezy, and uh, Rack nineteen twenty two. Another artist from Colorado. Yeah, once I um <clears throat> start performing again, um, I'm gonna incorporate my podcast into my show. And between. And this is my first time sharing it with you, and fuck the viewers gonna see it. So, um, <clears throat> my niggas in case he be stealing nigga shit, but they ain't gonna steal this. They ain't gonna steal this because this is considered Jeff and what I'm about to say. Um, so in between my sets, it's gonna be like a radio station. <laughs> Used to getting bucking the brothers to get me jumbles at. Fuck this the fuck on the way and the gumbo jump with that. I'm living the rubber using. Rob low shit. Right. Right. Then I get back into my. It's you know that's just that's a little piece. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how, a, <clears throat> I, I know you. I know you gonna come with it with the thing. You are already no more. You are already fucking no more. Yeah. So um man, right. let's get keep this motherfucking shit moving. It's Sunday afternoon. I ain't trying to keep niggas. Um, bridging this motherfucking I'm gap. <clears throat> What'd you say? Nah, go ahead. Um, bridging this gap. Um, my viewers want to know with the rift between the OG rappers and the young cats. Uh, no pun intended to nephew. Uh, what is Mac? Cause Mac, shit, it's probably some rappers out here call you Unk man. Shit, what's up with all this Unk shit, Mac? Shit, man, I, I mean, I've been doing it a minute, so I don't like that Unk shit though. Man, I don't like niggas calling me mate, trying to rush me. You know, I feel like I'm being rushed off the court and shit. You know, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, man, I kind of, I, I, I mean, like, I understand. Why it, you is, know what I mean? I just take it as a little respect. You know what I mean? It's, right. I just take it as respect. Like they know that you kind of done paved the way for some of the shit that they got going on. You know, I just take it like that. But why so is definitely? I mean, off the court. Why, why <laughs> is why is rap the only genre of music where the OGs gotta be kind of like rushed off the court and shit? Don't no other genre of music got them rules. Only rap. <clears throat> why Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, DJ Quick, MC8, why they shits can't still be being played on the radio right now with Lil Von, King Dirk, or, you know, I mean, they got niggas' name backwards, but baby, or I'm kicking it. So, in. this the thing right here. Break it down for me. This the thing. We, we got we to gotta respect that hip-hop is and always is. It's, it's a young man's. It's a young man's thing. It just is, young man. For the like, it's the younger culture. It's what it's what brings you. It's what like it's what like inspires your life. Like in all of the happenings in it, in it up until a certain point or whatever. So like when people be making music and everything, and once they get past a certain age or whatever, the record labels are still pushing like the younger because they're the ones that are going to parties. They're the consumers. They're the ones that are out here in college. 
and shit like that, where they listening to all of the music that the DJ. So it's about what they want, and it's about the the, the crowd that talks to them or whatever. And sometimes when you get older, you ain't able to communicate with them as effectively as you know somebody else. But you still got your age demographic to support your shit. But they might not be buying music or actively attending concerts and shit the way that the young crowd is. That's why they dominate the market. So as you grow and you evolve or whatever, you still got to try to keep tuned in with the goings on. You know what mm. I mean? So you got to be able to speak to, the, to this audience as well. Yeah, you know I man, you just gotta try to integrate your own style with it. It's like when you get when you young and you talk to a nigga, it's like, What's up, homie? And it's mutual. When you start getting older and you start talking to niggas and it's like you trying to give them information or whatever because you see their potential and shit. So sometimes that can come off as preachy or whatever the fuck. But, you know what I mean, when you learn how to communicate to them, you ain't you ain't gonna do that. So you can still keep your connection. Mm. Broke that shit all the way down. Come on, family, y'all gotta get Max up. You got that? Boy's ready. This nigga ready for CNN. Shit. Fox News and shit, boy. MTV come to me, tell me. Man, Marlon, we need somebody to interview to break different aspects of the game down. We, we don't want to interview. Okay, y'all niggas hit up Mac. So, <clears throat> you saying it's not personal. Is this... No, it's not. I don't think it's personal. If you've been doing... Like, let's, let's say you a rapper from the 90s. You start rapping in the 90s or whatever, and you doing your thing. As you grow older, if your style don't evolve to to, to keep it like the auto tune and shit, that's the perfect example. Mm. When that shit came out, mm. niggas it, niggas around us was like, "Hell, motherfucking mm. no!" Oh, oh, mm. How dare you? How dare you? The niggas was disgusted by this auto tone shit, but then goddamn it, it didn't go nowhere. It didn't go nowhere, man. That's ten years later. This nigga Jay Z dropped a song called "Death for Auto Tune." Put some bass in your voice, will you? Let's slow bigger. I thought like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, 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 yeah, big homie, kill that shit, yeah, yeah, that shit's dead, nigga. Nigga, it's nigga, it's more than ten years later. Shit. Fuck. Hell. Damn. Man. And I'm going to tell you, look, as far as, you know, what we do or whatever, it's about the music and the emotions that it conjure up. So when you talk about just raw rap on, like, boom bap beats and shit, shit like that, uh-huh. you know, it's poetic and you really got to pay attention to the lyrics and whatnot. But when these young kids are able to, like, put these musical elements, you know, like tones and, and, and make it a key, you know, the voices in a certain key and shit like that, mm-hmm. that's more appealing to the ear, you know what I mean? And that's what the young generation, they really didn't experience, you know, this shit probably more it's, emotionally triggering for them than it, is, than it was for us, it's the you know fir- what I mean? Because it's more musical. It's the first time we heard Snoop say, ain't nothing but a G thing, baby, two loped out niggas going crazy. We was like, we was like, we was like, that's tight. That's cool for that part right there. But he didn't do the whole verse like that. Now rappers, the whole verse is, ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low, that little right. dirt going crazy up in Chi-Town. You know what I'm saying? That's, man, I just now fucking realized that shit like that. Damn. And right, I'm, and then the ones that are the ones that are super talented, they able to do that rap regular and mix it all together real good. You know what I mean? Because it's some talented. You know, I, I think a lot of the young cats are talented. Mm. So old niggas just don't want to grow up and shit. That's what they got to do. Really, at the end of the day, a lot of old niggas just don't want to grow up. Yeah, you just got it. 
who's got to grow up, keep doing your shit, your demographic don't support you. And if that shit punch you like you really need to, shit, they just don't support you either, either way. Okay. Okay. So, fucking Mac, let's get into some shit, man. You do real good with fucking interviews. I'll tell you that fucking right now <clears throat> as a fake-ass interviewer myself. You do real good with interviews. Um, I'm just talking my shit. But right now, my brother, it is time. That's right. The motherfucking year is 3,045. It's a whack rapper zombie apocalypse, nigga. That's right. On the radio, it's whack rappers. When you open up your refrigerator, it's whack rappers. Your kids, they singing the shit. If you listen to their music, you will fucking turn to a whack rapper. If you go outside and go to work and breathe on people, you will turn your co-workers into whack rappers. But you, Mac, we got you and your family on an island by yourself. Just you and whoever you want. And we even got you a DJ. But you can only listen to five artists, rappers. No R&B, no jazz, no rock. Fucking hip-hop. I done let a few rappers get away with that shit, but no more, nigga. On this podcast, we talk about race, religion, and politics. Hip-hop, culture, and a whole lot of gang shit. So, like I was saying... You only get to listen to five rappers. That's it. They whole catalog. But that's it. Who is it going to be, Mac? Let's go. Man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go, nigga. Take your time. Shit. I, um... Cut the motherfucking music. I'm definitely gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go. Uh, Machiavelli. Pac. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna do Adrenaline Rush. You saying Twister? Yeah. So Pac uh, and Twister. Hold on, hold on, my nigga, because this might be the first time. The motherfucking big homie Twister done showed up on this bitch. So shout out to motherfucking Twister, nigga, for showing up. Let's go, Pac and Twister, nigga. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna go Pac, go Twister. Um, I gotta have some of the newer artists that got some, got got a catalog, not necessarily newer, but. Man, you can have whoever you um, want. You on an island, my nigga. We don't know when this motherfucking shit gonna end, nigga. The, and nigga, the whole day, these niggas have took over the whole globe, man. It's too late. Niggas don't even auto-tune no more, nigga. They just, they just get on the mic and just say shit, 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 shit. Even the hook, nigga, is shit, 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 shit. Can you imagine riding... Taking your son to work, nigga, and he just saying, "Dad, put that shit on." Man, because when you think, because when you, because when you say it, you know what I mean. I'm thinking about certain artists that I can. You thinking the catalogs? You say, 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When you say I'm on the island and they got to have a catalog, then that is No, I didn't like say they got to have a catalog. I said you get to listen to that artist's whole catalog. Yeah, but shit, if they don't got no catalog. <laughs> 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 Let's go, big You don't think that shit is effective? You feel me? Hey, man, that's how it is, brother. That's how it uh, is on this podcast, nigga. Come on, big nigga. Oh, you yeah, got it in you, nigga. Uh, I know you got it in yeah, you, I, 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 I take James catalog, Drake. Drake? Nigga, put Drake yep. on there. This ain't his first time on this bitch, nigga. Come on, nigga. That nigga be up on this motherfucker. I put Drake on there. Um, Roll with Drizzy. And then one more. Cause y'all got, one y'all more. got. Hold on, y'all got Drake fucked up. Y'all got one more time. Oh. I'm finna... Huh? Slap one more time before I can think of my fifth. Oh, you need to slap in the back. Okay, hold on, nigga. Yeah, Button your seatbelt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Button your seatbelt. Hold on, yeah, yeah. Hold on, button your seatbelt, nigga. You ready? Hold on, here we go. You t- hey, hold on. We about to pull up on these niggas. You tell me when to shoot, nigga. Go. You tell me when to shoot, nigga. Shoot that motherfucker. <laughs> Hit that nigga, Q. Shoot that nigga, Junior. I need some thinking music, you feel me? This, this that thinking music right here. Take your, some ideas and stuff. Take your time, brother. You on the island, my nigga. Shit, you got your wife. You know what I'm saying? Your family. Few of your best dogs. You got to imagine what, you know, you got to gotta think of them niggas in the background. You on the island, nigga. You got speakers everywhere you go. Man. Oh shit, I'm gonna say, um, damn, give me TI catalog, then. That was that was come on, TI. You saying TI first time? Give me TI catalog. He, he had he definitely was holding it down for a second. On my whatever, I take his catalog. On my Spotify, um, I got Spotify, and on his, I got a best of, best of B forty, best of two short, best of Pac. Best of Ti, I mean, Ti. He, I got, he got about thirty songs on my playlist for him. So he, Ti, he need a verses. Come on now. Yeah, oh, he, he got some, he got some slap. He definitely got some slap. He can hang with fifty. Man, that was that was tough though. I just have to think. I think uh, you got I think one he more. Definitely got some slap. I, I think that uh. I thought that was my fifth one. That wasn't my fifth one. You got Pac, Twister, Drizzy, and T.I. That's four. Ah, okay, okay. We about to hit this corner. Uh, I see some more niggas up there, nigga. Don't even trip. I see some more niggas up there. Hold on. Get down, Matt. Get down. Get down, Matt. Get down. We got the niggas, bro. Come on with it. Trying to beat up. Take your time, brother. All right. Uh, you know, this zombie apocalypse, nigga, we don't know when this shit going to be over. Nipsey got a good catalog, bro, from back to his next time. So I'll definitely check some Nipsey. Put that Nipsey on there. Let's go run your mouth podcast. Make some motherfucking noise. (laughs) 
So my nigga Mac, if he was stranded on a motherfucking island doing a whack rapper zombie apocalypse, you only get five artists to listen to. He said Tupac. I got it right here, fam. Come on, I can't get the thing to adjust. Come on, camera adjust. Twister. Twister got that catalog. Drizzy. Now, hold on. Stop the motherfucking music. Because y'all niggas sleep on Drizzy. If Drizzy was Flavor Flav's complexion, y'all niggas would be probably feeling a different type of way. Yes, I'll say shit like that on here. Yes. That's why he said, light skin, but I'm still a dog nigga. Who else made light skin cracking? Not Ice-T, not Luda, but Drizzy. And I'm sorry, y'all, if them niggas want to get at me. I'm saying, listen, Ice T, niggas still been cracking jokes about light skin niggas. Ludacris, niggas still been cracking jokes about light skin niggas. But Luda said, the best light skin nigga rapper since Ice T. And that was cool. That was cool. But this nigga Drizzy said, light skin, but I'm still a dog nigga. I'm a pog nigga. I'm a dog nigga. Come on, goddamn. <laughs> All right, Mac, I'm fucking around. Tupac, Twister, Drake, T.I., and motherfucking Nipsey Hussle. Y'all gave him some. <laughs> Mac, do you, got, do you got any shout-outs you want to give, anything you want to say to all my 20 YouTube subscribers and all my averaging of 100 Viewers, I'm averaging at least a hundred. I ain't up there yet, man. man bro. Getting there, and every last one of them, man. Thankful that they there, man. Thankful that y'all there checking it out. You know what I mean? Um, shit, Ito got a new Woken Bake Three that he's gonna get ready to drop. Ooh, I play some I'm of that Ito and Instagram. Shut me down. They said you ain't gonna be playing no East Cabar today. Hell no, you ain't. His streams, he getting over 5,000 plus. Once the artists get more than 5,000 streams, people who play their song on Instagram, we going to shut y'all shit down. I hit him up. I said, Etho, this man more in the DM, nigga. Shit, nigga, I can't play your shit on Instagram. <laughs> yes, sir. Facts. Man, nigga. shit. I, Facts, nigga. You definitely have to tap in with bro. But he no, got, I did. He, he said he going to send me some shit. shit yeah, he said he's going to send me some uh -huh. raw shit. Yeah, definitely should tap in with um, Shout out. Um, my boy, my boy, my boy Tang, he he's a uh, he he got a uh, Av guy coming. Okay, Tang, shout out Av guy, T A R E N Av guy, A G G O D. My boy, he coming with his new single. That motherfucker is hard. Um, and, and we and we working on the next issue of the Grid Magazine. That's gonna be about to come. Right? Yeah, I definitely want to get with y'all on that. Out. I definitely want to get with y'all on that. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Okay, Run Your Mouth Podcast. Can y'all please make some noise for my nephew Mac and this motherfucking bitch? Mac, I'm going to get with you, bro. I'm going to let you know when the dope is on the streets. Yeah. Okay, peace, bro. I appreciate it, too. All right. Nah, man. I'm, I'm glad you had me on. All right, I'll let you know when the dope is on the street. I'm a run laps on, I'm a run laps on.
Holy shit, I almost forgot. Nah, my nigga do graphics. Hold on, we tripping. Hold on, we fucking tripping. Run your mouth podcast. We are fucking tripping. Hello? Hold the fuck on. Yes, I almost forgot. Run your mouth podcast. If you can see my screen right now, I almost forgot. I spent 10 minutes making this slideshow. If you need graphics, you got to hit my boy up for graphic design. Mac, I got your email, immaculate at live.com. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. I'm making sure I got that shit right. Okay, let me let me get five more. Mac, let me get five more minutes, bro. I've slipped so fucking up. I'm over here on that baby arm shit. And uh, I made a special screen for your graphics, bro, and I forgot to click and bring up conversations about it. So do you got five more minutes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got some, uh, what graphics you got? Well, I just snatched some shit off of your Facebook, and it's just some covers that you did. And I got your info up there, though. I got my logo, my album okay. cover. It's, um, hold on, let me, I got a, a tight-ass cover that, uh, you did for Ty Gutter, uh, Do It Again. Um, one you did for Etho. Uh, one you did for Mac and Bleezy, Trust None. It's got skulls. I mean, this is some tight shit to me. You know, you uh, then Etho yeah. threw it all. I, just, I just snatched them some shit real quick, you know. And, uh, you know, when we do my – and I got the uh, graphic you did for Robert, Robert B-Way. Uh, the book? Yeah. Do you got Etho's Welcome Bank cover? Uh no, nah, I just snatched some shit real quick before I was uh oh, okay before okay, I was it's cool, it's cool. And, I, and you and you and you did the logo for top of the line too right I got that on the screen too uh huh yeah I didn't even know you did that uh big Matt big no Matt. no no I didn't do I no I didn't do his logo oh shit top of the line I did I I did flyers for him but I didn't create that logo I think he sent me that oh shit. All right, family. Anybody watching that? That's a mishap. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this should be the huge misunderstanding. Man. Right. 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 So I'll just let motherfucking know. So Mac, you know, when and how and why did you get into graphics? If you started off as an artist, man, you know when we was when we was artists, um, just like. I think shit, shit was just like a little more expensive then. Like shit is more accessible now and easy to get your hands on and shit. You know what I mean? But back then it was a little harder. I don't think it was just everybody going around doing graphics and all kind of stuff. Like graphics was, it really didn't look good unless you knew somebody you could pay or whatever. So we got, got the program and I started working on it and messing around. It, it, was, it was decent to me because I bought the hardware. I used to like to draw and shit like that, so mm-hmm. I was interested in it, so I just try to fuck with it. I just mess around and then shit, I got good at it, so I started just doing that. Because you did my logo for the Run Your Mouth podcast, and you did the cover for Slap. Um, is there any, is there a downside to the graphic world that you can tell any upcoming graphic designers about? 
You know, like what what, um, what could you tell somebody that they could hear? You know, avoid this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I say just like um, just like use use your resources and be creative, man. Use your resources, be creative. Don't don't just be a copy and paste, you know, graphic designer or just you know follow the whatever the trend might be. Just when you sit down at the computer and put your shit together, just, just be artistic with it. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as you know if they really got that gift and that talent, it's gonna show up. You know what I mean, right now that that thing right there, that's a digital. You know I mean, canvas. You know, we doing the same shit nowadays with this Photoshop that. Uh, Picasso was doing with his paintbrush, you know what I mean? Right, that was cold. That was cold. That was cold. Okay, uh, yeah, that's my bag. I didn't get that in there. I'm about to bring you back on my graphic design episode. Okay, Mac, I um, What's I said I'm gonna have to bring you back on my when I do my graphic design episode. Um, okay, okay. I, I got right. you. I got your info up on the screen for uh for graphic design. Contact Immaculate um at at live.com everybody all right mac my back bro all right okay peace all right family that is my bag up in here doing a little too much Mac has done a lot of graphic design work for me and there is a lot of graphic design artists here in the Kansas City area. So if you guys are watching this and you know any graphic design artists, tell them to send me some work and uh, maybe we can get them on the line here because I'm going to have an episode dedicated to graphic design. They can send their artwork to runyourmouthkc at gmail.com. And y'all know how we always fucking do around this time. I just want to say peace, love, and justice, and power, and a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs>